We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just let me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast hosted by me, John Baker. And me, not John Baker. Are you like a robot? What? You in a robot thing? I have an interesting update. Are you a robot now? To my life. Okay, yeah. Went out to dinner on a patio last night with a friend of ours and his wife. Okay. Tried to put on some nice clothing. Because it is a nicer establishment. You fat now? Did you get fat My now? Pants Are you fat? Don't fit. Ooh, that's a bummer. And it doesn't feel good to put on four different pairs of pants and none of them none fit? of them fit and have to settle with an uncomfortable jean situation. So maybe, but maybe your dryer just is bad, and they you're, all shrunk. You're right. That's probably what happened. Right? And the scale is also broken somehow. <laughs> I mean, stuff breaks. I it put happens. that in the dryer as well. Does that mess with <laughs> yeah, scales? Yeah, you know, I think that might be what it was. Okay. Problem solved. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm also a little bit overweight. I yeah. need to uh, start exercising again mm-hmm. because that's the thing that's been difficult to do. I used to exercise at like a rock climbing gym. We used to go rock climbing yes. together a couple times a week. And, uh, haven't done that in over a year, obviously. And when we went, the rock climbing gym was meh. And now there are two new beautiful gyms, an also climbing gym here in Dallas and an amazing gym up in the Plano area. Yeah, I've only, I only went there once before the world ended. And I, uh, the, my problem is I don't want to do it with a mask on. And I think they make still, you do it with a mask on no. still. Yeah, and I'm fully vaccinated, and I understand that not everybody is, but I don't like. I would burn like 600 calories in like an hour and a half there, so I don't want to be doing that with a mask on my face. That's not going to be comfortable. Right, I agree. I draw the line at at extracurricular activity, physical activity with a mask. Yeah, I can go to the grocery store and be fine. Right, and I I am climbing up and down the aisles of the grocery store. (laughs) Wow. To get get the the night, you know they put the best cereal up top. Right, you've got to make sure that you find the shrimp at the bottom. (laughs) You got to make sure you get to those. Right. So today we're going to be talking about a game show that is called Chain Reaction. It's kind of like um, this... Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon of game shows, in a way. Okay. I that's, that's the way I like to think of it. And for those familiar, not familiar with Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, what is that? Right, so I'm kind of surprised that you're unfamiliar with that. But I said for those of us who are unfamiliar, I know exactly what it means. Oh, well, why don't you just describe it? I then? do know what it means. You're about to be embarrassed. Okay. Okay, fine. Uh, you give someone the name of an actor, director, somebody in the entertainment industry, and then they have six chances six option no six chances to link that person to kevin bacon so you did know what i'm in i told you i'm I tried to tell you dude <laughs> i am embarrassed do you look the egg is on your face 
There is egg all over my face right now. Um, so Chain Reaction is the game show we're going to talk about. We do have a sponsor in advance of talking about Chain Reaction, it turns out. You just emailed it to me, I think literally as I hit record on right. this episode. The sponsor this week they were procrastinated late. and oh. sent it to me late, so then I sent it to you late. Okay. So, uh, oh, you've got the first line in this Whoa. one, which is, which is weird. The sponsor usually writes it so that I have the first line. That's so crazy. It's like it time like to switch do. it up. Okay. Today's sponsor offers one of the best things the United States of America gives its citizens, freedom. What do you see in the bread aisle when you go to the store, Monty, and climb on top of the, the cabinets the, uh, Yeah, and to get the best bread. Yeah. Bread. Exactly. And what do all the loaves of bread have in common? They're sliced. Precisely. Did you choose how thick you wanted those slices? Hell no. Exactly. That's basically communism. I don't need the government... Sorry, I just want to make sure I read this script properly. I don't need the government to tell me how thick I want my bread slices. That's why the QAnon Bread Company offers Americans unsliced bread. Gone are the days of making a single-decker sandwich that isn't quite big enough, or a double-decker sandwich that's entirely too large. Q-Bread comes in unsliced loaves, so you can be a real American and choose how many and how big your slices are. Eat the entire loaf without slicing it one time, or cut it into 40 paper-thin slices. They don't care how you eat your bread, just as long as you get to choose. Come on down, listeners. Receive 1776% off their first order with the code FREEDOMONDOWN. Q-Bread. Every loaf comes with a side of freedom. Oh, wow. I feel like the tie-in to QAnon there is mm-hmm. very, very loose. It, incredibly the, loose. Right, but what's cool about this sponsor is that they allow you to decide how tight or loose you want the tie-in okay. in your uh, bread. Very loose was mm. the answer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Very, very loose. Um, did you, have you seen the the new the Q, documentary on Is HBO? that what it's called? No, but it should have been if okay. they had asked me. Well, it's like the Seaspiracy. Seaspiracy? Have you seen this? It's a Netflix no. documentary called Seaspiracy. And- How's it spelled? S-E-A, Spiracy. So, so it's about the waters? Right. Like, it's about like f- overfishing and stuff. Oh, I thought it was going to be about like the Loch Ness Monster or no. some like uh, Atlanteans. Something that, that, that has to do below with the, the ocean. Sea. Yeah, it's not. But people rightfully pointed out conspiracy. Already has the C at the end. Right. just spelled it S-E-A Why at the end. Why did you do? Yeah. That was pretty stupid of them. But no, I have not seen the the doc Q non mentioned. It's called um, Q into the storm, I believe. And what is that a play on? Uh, no, it's not really a play on it. Drive into the storm. Okay. Uh, well, it's like Q colon into the storm. Oh. Um, like a subtitle, if you will. Got it. It's six episodes. Six. It's a six part series mm-hmm. that aired on HBO over the last three weeks. It was like two two a week. Pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you would like to learn more about what the whole QAnon thing is about. Right. It's, uh, it kind of reveals who, who they're pretty sure who this Q guy is. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it's someone's aunt, right? Basically. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just like a, a, a guy, an American guy, like living in the Philippines or japan or some shit like that okay uh and i'm not entirely sure which one he lives in because they interviewed him in both places i believe but 
I don't know. He's just a guy who like thinks he's real smart and wants to fuck with people and gain some fame. I would have loved for it to be a 12 year old Korean boy. <laughs> just who just like analyzed the algorithms and saw what would make him really popular or yeah. famous or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was interesting. You learn, you learn a little bit about what, what this whole Q thing's about. And I don't know, I feel like the whole thing's a little over, overplayed. I like, think what it boils down to is just, it's just people that want to be seen. All right. It's just it's people just, that want to be seen. It's just people that want to slice their bread on the way they for want however to. However thickness how, that they Whatever prefer. thickness they're looking for. Exactly. So today's episode presented by QAnon is Chain Reaction. Mm-hmm. Chain Reaction is a game show that, um, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon of game shows. Okay, and for those who are not familiar? (laughs) Uh, So it's, this game show reminds me of like, back before our lives were entirely consumed by technology, Mm -hmm. like the device that you are listening to or viewing this on right now. I gotta think, I gotta think what that was like. Right. It reminds me of like, uh. Something that would be in a puzzle book that you would take on an airplane with you to mm-hmm. pass the time. Like, right. you know, I, I feel like right before really like the the iPad and the in-flight Wi-Fi sort of thing took off, you know, there was uh, Sudoku was really big for, for a moment there. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this would be in a book with some Sudokus and some crossword puzzles and yeah. things like that. And you would play it um, on on a plane or to, or to pass time or something like that. It's like Mad Libs with correct answers. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good way to put it. So so the way Chain Reaction works, just very vaguely and in general, is there is one word at the top, a bunch of blanks in between, and another word at the bottom, and you have to link those words together by filling in the words in the middle. So that's the basic conceit of the game. Can you give us an example? Um, like, for example, if it said... Microphone. Microphone mm-hmm. at the top, what would be at the bottom? Pencil. Pencil. Mm-hmm. So you might say, like, uh, microphone cord. Okay. So cord might be the second word there. Uh-huh. All right? Uh-huh. So Because you have microphone cord. Uh-huh. And then you might say um, cord free. So free might be the next word okay. there. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And then it would be uh, like free lunch. So lunch would be the next word. Okay. And then you might say lunch box. So box would be the next word. Okay. Um, box pencil? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Are we only on five? We're working our way to it. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you might say like box car all right so car is the next one right <laughs> hold on and this is and what he's doing is he's doing this special 40 40 word chain um, uh-huh. in which you get to it's it. a bonus round but let's uh-huh. keep it going because we're here we're at car uh-huh okay and maybe we do um uh we do uh yellow uh, y- yellow car yellow yellow, yellow. pencil <laughs> yellow pencil and there, there we are <laughs> Uh, so, so that's the, that's the basic conceit of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily quite that long of a chain usually. Yeah. But, but sometimes it could be, but it could be, you never know. You never know what they're going to do next. So this game show started in January, 1980 on NBC 
And it was hosted by Bill Cullen. Bill Cullen, who we've talked about before. Oh, we know Bill Cullen. Because uh, he, he was called like the, the godfather of game show hosts or something like that. He hosted everything. I mean, he, I've got a secret and to tell the truth, we've talked about both of those already. He was the host of. He took over hosting of The Joker's Wild in the mid-80s. Um, he's hosted it. He was the original host of The Price is Right, our namesake game show. Mm. Uh, so Bill Cullen, he, he did a bunch of game show hosting. Something that I did learn about Bill Cullen that we haven't talked about before. Ooh. Polio. Loved playing it. Yeah, he would he would get on a horse in his iron lung <laughs> and play some polio. Oh, polo, polio polo. Polio polo, yes. Okay. So he had polio as a youth mm. uh, because, you know, we didn't have the... Uh, the vaccine yet. Right. Um, so back when the polio hoax was a big thing. And we did, real quick before we move forward, mm-hmm. we were asked by the sponsor to not talk about vaccines. So oh. can you do this next part <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> without bringing up the polio vaccine? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. maybe could you bleep out that earlier part? Right. Okay. Right. So, okay. right. so, so as, as I was saying, back during the great polio hoax before <laughs> the 1950s, when people thought that polio was a thing. Was a thing, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but it was just the, you know, the deep state trying to control people as right. they do. And there were children mol- molestation. Right. And they were, as there always seems yeah, to be. Yeah. There was definitely some pedophilia going on. Yeah. That's why, why do you think they were putting these children in these boxes where their parents couldn't see what right. was going on? Essentially what's happening at the border right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, he had polio allegedly okay. <laughs> as a young child. And so much like, um, you know, the, uh, the, that president that we had, uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Okay. D. Yes. Delano. Yeah. We called him the small D. <laughs> Little D. So much like him, he couldn't move around very much or very well due to the long-term side effects of the polio. So I didn't realize that all of these game shows, when they, uh, when they designed the sets and everything, they were all designed around the fact that Bill Cullen couldn't move very much, so oh, like, wow. don't make him have to walk around. Like, that's probably why we got rotating sets and stuff like that. Because it's like, just bring him, r- slide him on out here. Oh my God, was he? Is he always just in a <laughs> chair, just, nonstop? <laughs> he he was standing, but he just didn't uh, okay. didn't walk around too Were there much. Two guys behind him helping him stand. <laughs> yeah. up? he had a stick. Uh, uh, went up oh. under underneath his shirt behind him to, <laughs> okay. to just hold him up, right? Like a mannequin or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would see strings on his arms, <laughs> yeah. but he would, it always looked like he was like, having a hard time pointing. Like, <laughs> stop, like, stop bringing his other arm back. You don't have to constantly. That was where they originally got the concept for that NSYNC music video. Actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. From the Bill Cullen days. Yeah. So, so Bill Cullen hosted the show January, 1980 on NBC. It was another, um, daily game show, the kind where, you win and you keep on going, keep on which I, I like. I miss that. I mean, obviously, Jeopardy still does that, but I think that's the only like modern game show going on yeah. that the the champion returns to defend their crown, if you will. Well, it's because there's so many... There, our population is so large now. We've got to get other give, people in. They want to give Otherwise, not chance. everybody's going to get a chance, you right. know? And could you imagine if you never got a chance to be a competitor on Chain, Chain Reaction? Reaction? That would be a big bummer. Right. This was also one of those shows uh, that you don't really see anymore that I like. Was It was one of these old shows where 
there were it was one person versus one person, but it was actually teams of three because they each had two celebrity teammates alongside them. Okay. And I guess you see that still on the modern day version of like Pyramid. Mm-hmm. But that's about the only place I think that still happens. Now it's just pe- teams of people. Like the modern version of this show that we'll talk about, mm-hmm. it's just teams of three that are all three friends or three relatives three. or something like that. Yep. Whereas back in this day, it was uh, there were two celebrities on each team, and then like if you won, you would swap to the other celebrities that were on the losing team the last time, uh, and things like that. So mm-hmm. so I like that. I always thought that was fun, especially because and uh, the episodes from the eighties that. I was able to find on YouTube and watch. I didn't know who the hell any of these <laughs> celebrities were, but maybe in 1980 I might have known of course you would have. who these people were. Um, so I like that aspect of it. I think we need to bring that back into our game show repertoire, have some celebrity teammates for people more frequently. Um, the way the game structure basically worked was there was a chain that was eight words long. They would reveal the first word and the eighth word. And then there were obviously six blanks in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Like we said, there were two teams of three, two celebrities and a regular contestant on each team. And it would start with the challenger, the the non-returning champion. What's that noise? Challenger. Was that the space shuttle exploding? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I feel like we've made a lot of references to that on this podcast. Well, what happened is we now have a soundboard. And so we have some different... Wow, I didn't realize that we invested in Some cool quotes maybe are going to pop in and out. Pop culture references that you'll know from either TV movies. I'm very excited for some quotes to pop in from this soundboard. And some of... And like what I just played, which was an actual... Just like a sound effect. A sound effect. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to to learn more about this as the episode progresses. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So it would start with the challengers team. They would go one by one down the line... You choose whether you want to start below the top word or above the bottom word. Okay. And then they give you the first letter of that word. So again, if it was... If it ain't first, you're last. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it was box at the top mm-hmm. and then this, you said uh, below box and they would give you a C and then you would guess car. Is it box car? And it is. And it is, so I'm really good at this game. Dang, as, dude. As we've established, I'm really good at this game. And so you would get that, and in this version of the game, you got the number of points per letters in the word that you get. So car, you'd get three points for. Mm-hmm. However, two of the blanks were like a double word score. So, And th- those were marked, so you would know that you're getting double the Damn. amount of letters, okay. points for this one. And you play on... Double mint gum. Double your pleasure, double your fun. That reminds me of Clueless all the time now. I haven't got a quote from Clueless. Hold on. Oh, no, wait. Was it, it was, uh, they, did, they did that and they did um, the Mentos, the Fresh Maker. That's Ooh, what it was yeah. in Clueless. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking up that quote from On Clueless. the soundboard? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're a virgin who can't drive. Oh, that was way harsh, Ty. Wow, that was good. Uh, I. It's weird though because Ty was also a female in the show, played by Brittany Murphy. Really? Yeah. This must. Oh, I see here. There was a distortion on the. <laughs> oh, on okay. the audio. 
There's the distortion. Yeah, I'm glad we found that and got it fixed. And what and what's good now is that if that happens again, it's probably the distortion. Okay, yeah. If, if there's any other mistakes, now we know what the issue is. Right. So you're getting points by unlocking these letters. If you if if I said uh, cab or something mm-hmm. instead of car, right. Uh, I would be told I was wrong, and now the other team has control. It goes to the next person up on the other team, and they could say, uh, I want to play below box again. Or they could say, I want to play above whatever the bottom-most word at that point in time is. But don't do that because we already have an... Uh... We already have a C because what, if you say below box, now you get another letter. Right. So you get the A there. Mm-hmm. And so now you can guess car. Um, if... You just said car, wasn't it? So well, I said if it was if I guessed cab or okay. something. Um, so the thing was, if it is a three-letter word or whatever, like car, and you have the C A up there, mm-hmm. and I chose, and this person says cat, and they missed it also. Now it goes back to the other team, and they say I want to play below box. They would say I can't give you another letter because that's the whole word. <laughs> so you now have but to you just know guess what it based isn't. On, yeah, you know it's not cab or cat. So figure it out. It's car. And you you play on down until one team or another has 50 points. That's so many points. Now, it's possible, maybe even likely, that in the course of one puzzle, one team does not get 50 points. So we keep our scores and start a new eight-word chain mm-hmm. uh, from, the, from the beginning with whatever team is in control at that point in time maintaining control and every time you get a word right you maintain control it goes on to the next person on your team every time you get it wrong control switches over to the other team Mm -hmm. and you're acquiring points based on the length of the words and those double word scores again first to 50 wins if you if the other team gets to 50 and you lose however many points you had you get multiplied times five okay so if you had 20 points you win a hundred dollars and the, the winning team, also, the winner gets $250, so 50 times 5. And then they move on to the bonus round. Bonus round? Where they can win an additional $10,000. Bonus. James and bonus. And that is a bonus. And the thing about the bonus round in 1980, yeah, when you could win $10,000, in the 2021 version... That is just launched like about a month and a half ago. Okay. The good news is they've updated that. So now in the bonus round, you can win an additional $10,000. Stop it. Show me the money. Think about that inflation. Did you know that $10,000 in 1980 in 2020 dollars is worth $10,000? No way. According to Chain Reaction, yes. Wow. So the way the bonus round worked was the you they put 90 seconds on the clock. And there were uh, clues given by the celebrities to the contestants. So the two celebrity teammates would have to give clues to get the contestant to guess a word or phrase or proper noun or whatever it was. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Oh, that's good. If you could talk slower, um, the soundboard needs a couple of seconds to research popular words and phrases okay. that are being said. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The soundboard is—it's it, a slower processor. <laughs> so what is that? What I'm is, just kidding. What, just what, is, what is that sound drop from? Uh, Wall Street. 
1987. Oh, okay. Got it. I don't. I assume it's 1987. I don't know why I would know that immediately. Right. Uh, it's just something you might know. Yeah. So, the you have 90 seconds. If you uh, if you get four correct, you win a thousand dollars. Okay. And then for each additional one after that, you win an additional thousand dollars. So at five, you win two thousand dollars, etc. Until you get to five thousand dollars, and then the next question after that is ten thousand dollars. Okay. So you can win one, two, three, four, five, or ten thousand dollars in this bonus round. However, the way that the celebrities are giving you the clues is quite unique Mm -hmm. in that they have to pose a question to you by alternating words with each other. Jeopardy style. No, not Jeopardy style. Because it's a question. There is a question in Jeopardy, yes. Okay, so sort of Jeopardy style. But it would be like if the answer that I'm trying to get the person to guess is Dr. Seuss. Okay. Let's they, do it right now. Okay. So I would say, who wrote cat in the hat? And then the person says, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. So, and you ding it, you ding a little buzzer when you're finished asking the question and the person can now guess. Oh, we buzz it. Yeah. Oh, we, we, ding we, it. we ding it to say now you, that's the end of our question. Now okay. you guess. So it was kind of funny because one person would a lot of times be trying to lead the question they're asking in one mm-hmm. way and the other person didn't understand that and they would say something completely off base with yep. their word and the first person is trying to popcorn it back onto uh, the point they were trying to get to. Yeah. So it's a bit of a challenge. It it's, made no sense. It's kind of it's kind of goofy. Um, but in 90 seconds, if you are able to get up to $10,000, you win the $10,000 or one through $5,000, depending on how far you're able to get, Mm -hmm. as long as you get at least four of them correct to get the $1,000. And then you take that and you continue playing against the next challenger. And obviously, this being one of those old daily game shows, sometimes just right in the middle of the game, the show would end and you'd have to come (laughs) back tomorrow to pick up the rest of the game. Yeah. uh, Or what have you. Or to do the bonus round at the beginning of the next episode. Something like that. So this game show was so popular that it lasted for like five or six months. Wow. I mean, not, not many game shows make it that long. Dang. It was uh, it was canceled in June 1980 by NBC Okay. because they wanted to make way for a new hour and a half long daily talk show called The David Letterman Show. Okay. And this is not a game show. Not a game show, just a comedy slash talk show, but in the middle of the day or morning, hosted by David Letterman. And so, as you would expect, that failed miserably. Right. Uh, I, I haven't heard of it, so I assume it wasn't Right. Good. So that lasted from like June to October of 1980 mm-hmm. before getting canceled. But right before it got canceled, David Letterman knew that it was being canceled and there were like three weeks left in the show. So he just started doing all sorts of crazy shit on the show. Okay. Like, um, had a contest to uh, have the show taped in your house (laughs) and ended up just, like, going to somebody's house in Iowa to (laughs) film the show. That's great. Um, And, like, really let loose on the types of uh, jokes that he was telling in the middle of the day on NBC and things like that. And it got... 
a big cult following because of that. And then it that led to, after canceling the show, NBC paying him a million dollars for the next year to not take any other jobs while they figured out what they wanted to do with him. Wow. And that ended up getting him uh, late night with David Letterman after the Johnny Carson show. Wow. So that's how you know you're good when someone pays you just to not work somewhere else. Yeah. Or that's how you know that there's a pandemic going on and the, the government is paying you not to work so that they can tank the economy and put all these small businesses out to better serve their corporate owners. Right. And that's good. And thank you. Cause we hit all of talking points that QAnon wanted us to talk about. <laughs> Jack, so I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, this is it, it was interesting. I thought the way this tied into kind of the the rise of David Letterman's late night comedy career. Yeah, um, he was obviously a somewhat well known comedian at the time. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten a ninety minute daytime game show. And you know, he had appeared on Johnny Carson and stuff yeah. uh, before then. But but it kind of catapulted him to to what he ended up doing. You know, uh, in late night. I would have been a little upset if I was at the top of the chain there and obviously approved to pay this man a million dollars to not take a job while teams underneath me, you know, decided what to do with him. And after a year, they came back to me and said, okay, what he was doing, but at night. (laughs) I'd be like, you're fired. We paid this guy a million dollars and the best you can come up with is what he was doing, but 12 hours later? Well, yeah, because everybody thought nobody would ever stay up after the Tonight Show. And then they learned, hey, people will stay up after tonight's show. People will stay up. Actually. Uh, Because, you know, as, you you know, society progresses, we were getting different things, VCRs, better TVs that were slowly uh, shooting microwaves uh, into our brains, which Uh that programmed us to stay up later and later and later. That makes sense. But it was, it's interesting to think about. So I know back in the day, like Johnny Carson, whenever he would take a week off or something like that, they would have, you know, guest hosts on The Tonight Show. Like before Jay Leno was the host, he would guest host The Tonight Show. Sometimes David Letterman would guest host, mm-hmm. guest host The Tonight Show frequently. I know Joan Rivers guest hosted. Now, like if Jimmy Fallon is taking vacation, it's just reruns. Yeah. There's no guest hosts of The Tonight Show anymore. It's just like, I feel like ever since Jay Leno took over... It's just like, oh, when he goes on vacation or it's Christmas break or something, it's just reruns. Yeah, I Why would that? do that too. If what? I was Jimmy Fallon, I would write in my contract, I'm either hosting the show or nobody is. What happens if you are sick? Like, it happens in sports all the time. The guy gets hurt and some rookie comes in Wally and Pitt. crushes it. And then that person's now out of a job. Do you know the story of Wally Pip? Wally Pip? Wally Pip. Um... I'm assuming he was in sports, mm-hmm. and he came out mm-hmm. from the bench because mm-hmm. a popular player was hurt with a hamstring. His Achilles broke. Okay. And Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're on uh-huh. the roll. Uh-huh. Okay, no, why did you just tell us? Okay, so Wally Pip, I believe maybe 1924. Okay, so before people had hamstrings. Right. Uh, bef- so he was the first baseman for the New York Yankees, Wally Pip. And... Uh, as the legend goes, one night he kind of uh, went out drinking, mm-hmm. was, a, was a little 
hung over a little hair of the dog the next day. Okay. You know, needed some hair of the dog, I guess. That's what he, he was choked on drinking. some hair from right. his dog, right? And uh, he said he he was sick and couldn't play because he just had a headache and didn't want to deal with a game in the middle of the day. Yeah. And so the Yankees put in the backup first baseman for that game named... Derek Jeter. (laughs) Yes. How did you... God, you did know this story the whole time. So they put in uh, Lou Gehrig. And... But before he was sick? Yes, yes, before the disease. And he then... uh, Played first base for the New York Yankees every single day for the next 2,000-something <laughs> games in a row. The longest, before Cal Ripken Jr. broke it in 1996, I want to say, the longest consecutive games played streak in the history of sports. That's so crazy. Um, so Wally, Do you think, were they punishing him, or would, did he just have an absolutely blowout first game? I mean, he was good. He ended up being one of the greatest baseball players in history. Uh, who, you know, played every single game until he got ALS, which... Which is when your body dies from your feet up. Pretty much. And so he couldn't physically function anymore until he stopped playing and then died like a year later. Oh, so he had a full year he could have (laughs) played. He could have kept playing. Um, No, it got to a point where he felt like his... Uh, lack of coordination and stuff was hurting the team, so he wouldn't. He didn't want to hurt the team anymore. Right. By continuing and to yet, play. and yet, somebody had polio and was able to still do their job. <laughs> yes, Bill Cullen is a better man than Lou Gehrig. Okay, all right? well, I think somebody says pretty, it finally. I think that's pretty clear. That's such all I wanted. <laughs> okay. So, chain reaction. It was canceled in 1980. After just a few months, like we said, mm-hmm. I know 130 episodes or something like that, because it was a weekday game show. It had a revival in 1986. Hell yeah! On the USA Network. Oh my god! From 86 to 91. Ironically, that it was on the USA Network because this was actually uh, produced by Canada. Uh, it was produced in and by Canada, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they actually had to to get around some of the laws in Canada like I they're very uh xenophobic and, and jingoistic in Canada okay uh all of their uh and that is the popular game that you play with blocks <laughs> yes and exactly you try and get they love they love that game following yeah. the jingoistic right. tower yes so in Canada on the tv to be on the broadcast tv there because you know it's paid by government airwaves there needs to be Canadian people on the show Okay. So, like, they, the announcer of the show that they hired, you know, the guy who does the introductions and, every, and reads out the prizes and whatnot. Yeah. They made that guy Canadian, and then they just kind of ham-fisted ways in to show him on the screen so that they could be like, look, there's a Canadian actor on the show. How, and how do you make someone Canadian? Uh, it, it's or a, he was Canadian before. When, when a man and a woman love each other very much, okay. and they're Canadian. Okay, what happens? Um, they have sex. Okay. And then nine and a half months later, right. give or take, um, a little Canadian baby pops out. Oh, and then they put the baby on the show? And then they put the baby on the show. Okay. That was exactly how it worked. They actually did the live birth on the show. <laughs> Which gave them a whole bunch of tax cuts and credits. Yeah, it was, it was great because, you know, that celebrated the miracle of, of birth. Their, uh, you know, socialistic uh, 
medicine, uh, right. healthcare. Mm -hmm. It was a real big boost for that. So, which I think is cool. A lot of people are like, oh, it takes longer. There's issues, but it's like the second that baby comes out, it's a doctor. So they're basically <laughs> just birthing doctors. That yep. Back to back to back to back. Yep, that's how it works. So from '86 to '91, this aired on the USA Network mm -hmm. in in the good old USA. Um, it was the first couple of weeks were hosted by a guy named Blake Emmons, and the rest of the run was hosted by Jeff Edwards, who actually filled in for uh, Bill Cullen for a week or two when he was busy doing something else on the on the original run. Oh, yeah, he he was busy doing just doing polio stuff. You know how those <laughs> polies do. <laughs> Um, and then that was it after after 91 until the Game Show Network came along in the year 2006 mm. and revived it, hosted by a guy named Dylan Lane. A.K.A. the worst host in the world. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to agree with you on this one. Yeah. So Dylan Lane, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. If you click on yeah, Dylan, right. if you click, if you go to the Chain Reaction Wikipedia and you click on Dylan Lane's highlighted link name... It takes you to the top of the Chain Reaction Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's done, like, nothing else aside from host Chain Reaction. And he is a bit dry, He's if, a, they, to it, say the least. It would have been better if you programmed a robot who... And you programmed this robot to say a joke once an episode. That would be more of an entertaining host than Dylan Lane. Wow. So Dylan Lane, uh, this Dylan Lane version Game Show Network, they cut it down to um, six word chains instead of the eight word on the original one. I think the USA Network version did seven word chains. This one is down to six word because chains. Because people are getting stupider. Yes, obviously. Um, so that was 2006. Then in 2015, they did it again with a guy named Mike Catherwood, who is, is a little bit more successful. Um, he was on Loveline. He's done some other stuff with like Dr. Drew, okay. some podcasts and things like that. And then just this year, they revived it, bringing back the fan favorite, yeah. Dylan Lane, to host it again for and some reason. And we're going back to Dylan? We went back to Dylan Lane. So, so this version is a little different in that there are, like we said, this whole celebrity thing, that's passe, that's gone. I say we bring it back, but it's not here. It's two teams of three competing. Okay. And obviously, there's no returning champions. Oh, that's what Dylan Lane looks like? That's what Dylan Lane looks like. Yeah, you pulled him up on your screen there. He looks like the guy who's hosting the show right now. Wow. Uh, I did not make that connection that that was the same Dylan Lane as the other one. Oh, uh, the host of the yeah. 2006 and the 2021 version because he doesn't have hair anymore? Wow, okay. Yeah. So, the, the new version, it's two teams of three. Like we said, there's no returning champions, obviously, because, again, that's not really a thing in game shows anymore. Sure. So the whole half-hour game show is these two teams competing against each other. Um, there are four rounds in which they're competing uh, of six-word chains. It is obviously very similar in the fact that one team has control of the board until they miss, and then it flips over to the other team. They can start you know, above or below one mm -hmm. of the words to try and continue the chain. However, in this version, you're earning dollars as you go. Ooh. So in the first round, each word that your team guesses is worth $100. Okay. In the second round, $200. In the third round, $300. And then in the fourth round, you can place a wager based on the current amount of dollars that you've earned mm. up to that point. I so like you can gambling. make up some big ground at this point. Yeah. Or if you're just real good and real confident, you can just extend your lead and win a lot more money. Okay. If, if you so 
want to gamble. Fit exactly. If you want to gamble, um, in between the rounds. So if you get the last word to complete the chain in one of the rounds, your team now uh, is allowed to do the speed chain. And the speed chain is something where they show it's a four-word chain. They show the first and the second, mm-hmm. or the first and the last word, mm-hmm. and there are two blanks in the middle. And they pop up the first letter of each of those two blanks, and they give you seven seconds to f- formulate a guess amongst your team of what those two words are. Okay. So uh, that and and that you also get an additional bonus of whatever value that round is worth. So in the speed chain after the first round, you can get an additional hundred dollars by getting that right. Yeah. After the second round, two hundred. After the third round, three hundred. Mm. At the end of the wager round, obviously whoever has the most uh, dollar amount at that point wins the game, and they go on to the bonus round where they can win ten thousand dollars, just like they could forty-one years ago. Hell the yeah. same bonus prize hey. of ten thousand dollars. You know what? Ten thousand is ten thousand. I guess yes, that's correct. Ten thousand is ten thousand. So in this bonus round, uh, in this new twenty twenty-one version, they've changed it up. Quite a bit. Now, instead of the alternating words question thing, they have 60 seconds to do three chains. Uh, The first four words long, the second five words long, and the third six words long. After each chain, the clock stops and they, you know, reset the board so that you can see. So uh, that gives you a little second to breathe. Uh, and then it starts once they show the first letter of the next word. But you've got to solve the four, five, and six word chains within 60 seconds, and you win the $10,000 grand prize. Okay. And that's the game. And then the game mm. ends, and then it goes to the credits. So Dylan Lane is the host. He really doesn't have much energy. No. He exudes the energy of somebody who is good looking and doesn't really have to try very hard at things that he does in life. And he just kind of is a facilitator. What I'm confused about, um, because yeah, he's, he, you know, he's no Bill Cullen. He does not bring, he has zero polio much. Uh, he doesn't bring any polio. He doesn't bring any charisma really. Um, he seems like, uh, you know, a nice friend, nice enough friendly guy. Did He's you not just friend zone Dylan or anything? Did you? I've never. Uh, you just friend zoned Dylan. Listen, I think he'd be a great friend. I just wouldn't want him to host my game show. Ooh. I'm a little confused why 15 years later, after him having done literally absolutely nothing of note since the last version of this show, somebody at Game Show Network was like, "All right, we're going to reboot this show. Let's bring back that guy who can't get a job doing anything else." Here's what happened in the in the, the room. They called him and Dylan, Dylan, so great to meet you. Thanks for coming back in. Uh, huge fans, huge fans. Uh, we'd love for you to host the uh, the new iteration of Chain Reaction. And he goes, oh my God, that's absolutely great. I'd love to. Um, I'll just have my agent contact you about pricing and stuff. And he goes, oh no, 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 no. You're going to do it for free. This is great exposure for you. It's you know, you so really good. get your name out there. Um, also, you have no cards on on your side of the table. Uh, you're you're playing with zero <laughs> cards in this poker game. Uh, we know you aren't doing anything. You don't have hair anymore. Um, you're gonna do it for us because 
you don't have anything else going on in your life. And he is crying, full-blown crying at this wow. point. Wow, okay. But he knows that it's the truth. So he Whew. accepts. And I think that's why he did it, because he had nothing else going on, and uh, they chose him. Their motivation was the free aspect of having him do it. Yeah, I mean, it is a you know, fairly cheap-looking game show network original quote-unquote original yep there's not a, there's no rotating set pieces nope uh that it is you know this new revival is a is a covet era revival so everything's very oddly spaced apart from each other yes which makes me just uncomfortable seeing especially in the uh in the speed chains when they have seven seconds to talk amongst themselves and figure out what they think the guesses are, and they're each six feet apart from each other, and they're like, what do you think? Monument? You think it's monument? You- all right, we're going to go with monument? Yeah, all right. We're going to say Washington monument. Um, I'm sorry. It was teeth. Ooh, that's a bummer. Yeah, so so that that felt awkward to me because, you know, just because of COVID world. Um, so I don't know if there, there's probably... They're probably doing fake audience reactions. Yeah, I didn't it, it really didn't, take note of that, but I, I imagine they're doing laugh track applause, canned applause, sorts of things. I didn't hear any of those things. No, there wasn't any. No, I I don't have a good recollection of it. I know obviously in the previous versions there was a live yeah studio audience for the show, um, but yeah, that's that's one of the weird things with game shows going on right now, like in um, in Cherry's Wild where they had the fake audience, like yes, when the, the green screen. the green screen audience. It's like I come to the realization that it's the opposite of what happened with laugh tracks in sitcoms. They went away and we were like, Ooh, this oh, is wait way a better. I thoroughly enjoy this. Right. I'll laugh when I want to laugh. Yeah. And I don't have to listen to other people laughing. Plus you get more content in there because there's no pauses for laughter. Right. But it's the opposite in this situation. I need an audience because seven people on stage guessing words with nothing else behind it. No exciting music, no exciting set pieces. It's just, it's it's like if you were to watch people play Hangman. I don't, I'm not that interested. You know what? First of all, I think that is a game show that we can probably do a, hangman? a full episode. I, I guarantee there's a Hangman game yeah, show you're somewhere. probably right. Um, but now that I think of it, I do remember that there was an audience. What? Because at one point in the speed chain, they missed the speed chain and he did a... Audience, anybody anybody have any ideas what it is? And people yelled out. Okay. So unless that whole thing was manufactured, which good that. on them. Dylan Lane, I take back everything I said. <laughs> if so, I want to hire you for a major motion picture because you're a phenomenal actor. You fooled me. Well, they're like, damn it, Dylan, you can't improv on the set. Now we have to put this shit in the show. <laughs> yeah, what if, yeah, what if there was no audience and he was just like, audience, any guesses? Any guesses, audience? From the audience, do we have guesses? Nothing? No guesses, audience? Did I hear pickle? <laughs> Am I hearing pickle? Um, so, so yeah, I, I guess maybe they have a, a socially distanced audience there. I okay. definitely remember hearing like some people yelling pretty clearly, so it was probably a pretty small audience. Just in there somewhere? It's, it was just like it's the cameraman. <laughs> it's the crew. Yeah. Uh, but spe- So speaking of sitcoms without laugh tracks... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, one of the Bill Cullen episodes I watched was, uh, it was a rerun that was airing on the USA network before they started their reboot of it from 1985 that somebody had recorded and uploaded to YouTube. So whoever this person is, you're a hero. Thank you. I love you. (laughs) And I also appreciate 
that you made sure to not edit out the commercial breaks. Uh oh. So we got the full 1985 TV commercials. Mm-hmm. And what a time. Yeah. What a time to be alive, first of all, I gotta say. Well, we weren't. We weren't. I was born in the next year. Yeah. So the the advertising was lovely. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, very much more overt in the advert like what we would consider more like an infomercial was like every commercial back <laughs> okay. then. Yeah. To some extent. And one of the things that I saw that excited me was that USA was promoting their Saturday Nightmares, where they're running some horror-type movies okay. on Saturday night. And one of them was a film with a young Jessica Walter. Okay. Who just who we just lost, like, a, a week or two ago to... I don't know. Nobody has found her. Being old. Oh to, no! Yeah. To death. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I most know her from her role on Arrested Development. I most know is, her on her role from Archer, which was my tie-in to sitcoms without laugh tracks. Okay. Uh, that's how it all comes full circle. It all comes back to game shows. Jessica Walter dead. Rest in peace. Loved you. And uh, loved you on Saturday Nightmares on USA. Yeah. And whatever horror movie. Maybe it was maybe some Alfred Hitchcock type thing that she might have been in. Birds? No, she was not in that. Uh, but there there was also a cross promotion with some, some Alfred Hitchcock night. So I don't know if she was in that one or not. But I'm going to run through his entire uh, let's, I mean, I think he's probably he got like know. 40 or 50 of them. <laughs> Uh, I know I've got a box set of like 25 and I'm missing several that I've heard of. So what do you mean you're missing? Oh, that just didn't come in the box. It didn't have all of them. Exactly. Okay. Because, you, you know, back in the day, people had contracts with studios. It wasn't like it is today. Like there was um, no YouTube. There, Yeah, there was no YouTube. First okay. of all, there was no Logan Paul. Okay. Um, this is a so, time I don't want to live. Right. In. It was much worse. But like Shirley Temple or whoever, would have a contract with Universal, and she would only be in Universal movies. Like, if Paramount was making a movie, oh, too bad, Shirley Temple's under contract at Universal. She's in Universal movies only, or whatever. Dang. So that was a weird time. So, uh, like, Alfred Hitchcock box sets, or whatever, these people, like, oh, he had a contract with Paramount for 15 films, and so Paramount owns all of those films, but then he got a contract with somebody else, yeah. Columbia, and they they own those ten films, right, or something like that. So then he finished out his law degree. Oh, because of Columbia is uh-huh. what you're thinking, <laughs> like Columbia, like the law school, right? Yeah, um, good reference. So chain reaction, like I said, I think it's a fun little puzzle game to play for yourself or with friends. I think it would you, be... And you love playing with yourself. And that's a classic <laughs> Baker situation is is we'll all get together. All the dudes. Here's what we're going to uh, happen. We're going to the cabin next weekend. The cabin. We're going to everybody knows. <laughs> the cabin next weekend, which was a film that Alfred Hitchcock has actually written. Oh, wow. Uh, but it got tied up in a studio de- uh, debacle. And we're going to the released. cabin next weekend. We're going to the, the cabin next the, weekend. <laughs> yeah. Hitchcock film? No. 
uh, you always do stuff by yourself or going to the cabin next weekend is <laughs> yeah, the full yeah, yeah. title of the film. Yeah, so what you're saying is us and a few of our friends were having like a post-vaccination party Correct. at a cabin that right. we rented for That's the weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. And what happens is every time we do this, you lock yourself in the door in your room in and you just door. do you whatever you want. And we're like, hey, come on out and be with the rest of the people. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm so I do my own thing. I'm playing chain reaction. I'm playing here. chain reaction. And, and we go in there and by by God, every time it's like clockwork orange. We go in there and you've got an entire Sudoku book that's just been completely filled out. You're yeah, sitting there good at Sudoku? doing puzzles by yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I think it, it would make a good like uh, like a categories style party game. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Like an adult party game. Adult party game night. Yeah. Game night sort of thing. Um, but you also have to act out what the word is. I guess that's just charades then, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think we're just... You know what? I would rather just play and, charades. And you have to you have to spin a thing. Okay. And there's like little little candy gumdrops and things like that. And okay. And you can go down little slides or like ladders or things like that. Okay. And then and whatever... Get to the end of the board. Whatever color it's on, you have to put your hand on that color <laughs> yes, on the board. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I think we've just created the best game board game ever what's it called candy twister <laughs> candy twister reaction <laughs> aids yes <laughs> candy twister reaction aids uh get it at your local walmart yeah check it out so what did you think of this game show i mean it was okay yeah it's here's what i wrote it's Fun to play along. This is the most fun I had playing along with a game show. Yeah. I'm not a smart man. Right. We Yeah, that's obviously. So Jeopardy is way too hard for me. Okay. But I like playing games like this. I said in my notes, this is like an easy Sudoku puzzle. Almost anyone can do it. Yeah. Um, so it's this one, I actually had fun playing along. But as a viewer, there was no... It just... it The bland host... I, it just this showed me how important a host can be. Yeah, you know, now I know why I like a host <laughs> over another host. He has a host that has charisma or personality. Humor has been a huge thing for me that right. leads me to like a host. But my God, it was just if you don't have any personality on the teams, this sh- the sh- entire episode you're watching is just people guessing words. Yeah, yeah, and so there there was one thing. Now that I think about it, I remember in the. In the Bill Cullen version, uh, there's obviously a lot of things that I said, you know, I liked, I like the returning champions. I like the faster pace. I like the celebrity teammates, things like that. Here's one thing that the new version does much better, in my opinion, than that version, is the the chains make more sense now than they did then. So now but it's... words were different in the 80s. Were they? Yeah. Okay. They meant different things. Okay. Like gay or woke. Didn't yeah, exist. That's true. Well, I mean, it it did. Like, I woke up, but not just, but not in the con. See, that's what I'm saying. The words are right. different now. Okay, I, okay, I get that. But what I mean is, so <clears throat> the way that I've been describing it, that we've been describing it this whole episode, yeah, is the way that the modern, the new version does it in terms of like box. It's got to be car. The 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 word after car has to be something like horn. So you can say box car, car horn, mm-hmm. whatever. It's always a phrase or a compound word or something like that in the original version it was often that but also sometimes just like 
words that were related to each other. Like it would oh. be like December and then the one under it would be like C and it would be like Christmas. Is it December Christmas? Yes, it is. And I'm like, I don't really. Okay. December that's Christmas. So it's kind of like how we did car yellow, yellow pencil. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, it's just like that. The way we cheated at the beginning. We didn't cheat. We were doing the, we were doing 80s, the 80s version. version. Exactly. So yeah, in the 1980 version, it wasn't necessarily a phrase or a compound word. It was frequently that, but it was also sometimes just related words. Okay. Words that worked together. That seems like a much harder game. It was much harder. People were missing a lot more, I felt, because <laughs> of that. Um, but... The one thing that the 80s version got absolutely correct mm -hmm. was polio. The back, <laughs> back and forth in the bonus round. I'm that so weird, upset. That weird question asking thing. So the they first, had that the in... first one I watched. It was I believe it was episode one, season one. Ooh. Uh, it wasn't the old one though. It was they still had the it USA in the, one. Maybe? Yeah. They blindfolded him. Yes, yes, they did that for a while. Okay, so um, that was a multiple thing? Yeah, so they didn't do that in the 1980 version. Uh, it was just like the two people were, the celebrities were across from each other, and the third person was kind of back the, sure. the other way, so they, they could just see these things, and this person couldn't okay. couldn't see from the direction that they were facing. But but yeah, there there is something unique about that weird, crazy, off-the-rails, alternating words to ask the person a question. Yes thing uh and i like i said that was even in the i think the 2016 version had some form of that whereas this 2021 version is the first one that introduced this like three escalating in length chains yes. as the bonus round as a new thing uh, this one the bonus round ties into the rest of the game much better uh because i mean yeah that that bonus round really had nothing to do with the rest of the game that no, you played up until that point but it was a fun thing. Yeah. I mean, do you know what it reminds me of? What does it remind you of? When we apologized to a girl we made very uncomfortable in high school by using that method. Did we? Who was this girl? Molly. Molly. Oh, Molly. I love Molly. Molly's doing great. Molly's very successful. Uh, do you... Fighting bullying now. Remember in what... schools. And that was... And you're welcome for... Uh, so, so Molly, we would... Frequently, you know, go out to eat and... You remember the exact situation? And Molly had a very interesting way of drinking her beverage where she would... Oh no, this is worse. Bring her straw into her mouth in a very... What could be perceived as sexual type of way with her tongue all out, grabbing the straw. Yeah. And, a, and we would always... 15-year-old... Or were we in senior high? Uh, yeah, Damn we were it. probably like 18. Shit. Okay. Uh, but, you know, we were still very immature. And we would comment on it to her. Mm -hmm. And she was a little embarrassed by it. Right. So that's what I was thinking of. Were we, were we apologizing for something different? No, I, I just remember apologizing in the terrible way and seeing her eye. And, and us being like, me, personally, I don't know how you were really thinking. funny. Thinking it was funny. Thinking it was a good way to do it. Like, truly thinking it was a good way to do it. And just seeing her eyes and just realizing it's an, it, this is not a good way to do it because we cornered her and did this apology, aggressive apology is what I would say it was. And just seeing her being like, okay, thank you. Uh, wow. I don't really remember this, but I, I 
absolutely believe you. Yeah. Sorry, Molly. Here, let's oh, do it again. No, I just want to say, I just want to say, Molly, we are very sorry for making you feel uncomfortable, and we want to clarify that our sensibilities have changed. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Wow, that was, that, was a, that was a good apology. That was pretty good. And I know that she listens to this because... Because we're bullies. And she has we, to focus... She, she does lead an anti-bullying campaign in, initiative mm-hmm. around middle schools and high schools. Specifically geared at girls. Yeah, girl bullying. Because she's a girl. So maybe we should stop bullying girls. Us? Damn, that campaign works really well. Wow. Do you think she started that because of us? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe. <laughs> But we were we're not girls though. Um, like, why would she focus it on girls if it was that's, guys? That's true. You know. So hey, I guess you never. You know what, Molly? Never mind. We're not sorry because we so didn't are, do anything wrong. It seems. Are they pro bullying guys? They're very pro bullying <laughs> for for guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind campaign. Check them called. out. Check out. Check out the kind campaign. Maybe inspired by. Especially us. if you've got a daughter who's just a real big bitch. <laughs> like. You know, have her check it out. Have her check it out. She needs to learn. She needs to learn that when you apologize, it one needs to be heartfelt. Two probably needs to come from one person at a time. <laughs> and three, it shouldn't be aggressively delivered as you've cornered a, a girl against a wall, essentially. Yeah, that's all true. And, uh, and that's the, I think that's the big lesson that everybody can take away yeah. from the game show Chain Reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's how we got from game show to kind campaign. See, chain reaction. It works perfectly. Uh, what's your make it betters? Uh, incorporate the childhood game of telephone. Uh, if the contestant thinks that they have a word, he or she needs to whisper it into their teammate. Their teammate needs to whisper it into their other teammate, okay. and then they have to whisper it into the other teams. Goes to the, team. <laughs> the other team also, yep. so you can really set just sabotage the the first team. And I think it'd be fun. Okay. Um, and I think you, that the insane bonus round should absolutely be in this game until the game dies or the world ends. You need the alternating word. Yes. Bonus game. Yeah. In a apology setting, not good. No. In a game show in setting. In a game show setting, great. Even if it doesn't make any sense with the game show. Yeah, I agree. I like it. It's fun. It's weird. It's uh, it and keeps get you engaged. Dylan the fuck out of there. How about we bring in Howie Mandel? What's he doing? Uh, he's also bald, so I guess he works. For nobody, it. I guarantee you, nobody would know the difference. Switch him in. <laughs> nobody would know. Switch. It happened in. Hey, full circle back to Rest of Development. Job's almost wife. They switched her in. It was a different actress. All right. Well, I guess that proves it. Now we've linked it all back together. Jessica Walter, RIP. I'm sorry you got bullied to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as we always say when we're telling girls not to bully, right? you need to check us out on Instagram at Come On Down Show. Because we don't bully on that. On we our don't. We do, we do not. Well, I think Mark Summers would disagree. Okay. First of all, everybody and 
you do whatever you want, but you should attack Mark Summers online. And that's oh, no. not, no. and that's not, I, you, you shouldn't. I'm saying I would if I could, but okay. I can't. You're so blocked. Maybe, <laughs> he blocked you. Uh, years before all this, which is the really weird part. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah. Um, but I was just sending him pictures of kids covered in goo, and he was like, wow. this is too weird. All right, so check us out. Uh, email, Amateur photos. Email us at comeondownshow at gmail.com. Um, and hopefully, if you're the police or something, you can't use that to track us. Until no. next time, we will see you guys at the cabin. <laughs> no, you're you're not invited, but... Well, if I mean, there are like five people that could be listening to us that... Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, see you at the cabin. I'm sorry, is that what you said? Yeah, that was what I said. See, I'll see you at another time. See you at another time. <laughs>